0: 507 the krmg evening news i'm skyler cooper and it is tuesday meaning it's time for the ba breakdown we check in live with broken arrow city manager michael spurgeon he joins us live michael how are
1: you skyler i'm doing great my friend and I-, I want to start the show off this week with uh, just with the thank you um about eight months ago aaron mcculloch our um communications manager reached out to the station about uh, the possibility of creating a show that we could talk about all the great things that are happening in Broken Arrow, and uh, I just consider myself truly blessed to have this opportunity, and just want to thank the uh, the station for the partnership and the partnership that you and I have.
0: Well, absolutely. We're happy to have you. It's it's great chatting every Tuesday. And one of my favorite things about it is we always offer the community a chance to be a part of it. And we want people who live in Broken Arrow and have concerns or uh, things to celebrate, whatever it may be, about their city to, to ask you. And we can we can provide that opportunity for them. And that actually happened um, like a day or so after our last chat last week. I got an email from a listener and said, would you please ask about this? So uh, we'll start there about the Indian Springs Sports Complex. Um, basically her observation was the uh the two new uh astroturf soccer fields going in uh but she had questions that i'll I'll pass on about the the condition of the roadways around there, parking lots and roads uh she says are kind of rough and the roads kind of leading up to that area apparently are a little older and i know how you guys um you have to plan way out for doing new road road uh, like resurfacing and stuff so what can you tell us about uh any progress that may be coming to that area
1: well, first off, the Indian Springs Sports Complex—it um, was actually built about 45 years ago, and it's been—it's been added to, to accommodate the growth that's happening with our community. And like all uh, parks that um, you want to try to provide, uh, offer amenities. That at some point, you have to actually upgrade those amenities or add new amenities, and that includes infrastructure. So it's a great question. I can tell you is that right now the soccer fields, the the new turf is being installed, and we should have uh, all the soccer fields uh, turf that's going to receive it done by the end of this year. That was approved in the 2018 bond package, and so I'm very excited to announce that we've had a great partnership with the uh, with the soccer club there. And the resident is right, Aspen Road, which leads uh, into the uh, Industry Sports Complex, uh, is under it's uh, under capacity. It's only two lanes. And in 2018, the voters approved funding to widen that road essentially from Tucson, which is right there at the Creek Turnpike, all the way down uh, to the entrance to the park. And I'm pleased to tell the public is that right now what I call the plans and specifications and right-of-way acquisition is currently uh, taking place. And because of the significant cost, it's going to take it from two lanes to four and five lanes we should start construction sometime in the fall of next year and it'll take about a year to finish. So it's going to be this way for another about a year and a half or so, but I am, I am pleased to say is that uh, we've got the the project in the, in the construction pipeline. And so we'll be able to, um, to actually get those road widenings. I do hear that complaint quite a bit of folks is that it's a great facility. We'll also be de- making some improvements to the parking lots and just some other general maintenance. And so, it's a, it's a point well-made and, and I can tell you we are working on it.
0: Excellent. I, I hope that answers uh, her questions and I appreciate uh, the email. As always, if you have a question for Michael, I'll pass it along like that. You can also hit the open mic on the KRMG app. Uh, Michael, while we're talking roads, you and I have mentioned that uh, after Scott Fest is over, they're going to start working on new Orleans out there um, east of the Creek. Uh, but I understand there was a public meeting about all that. I, I guess just to gather some public thoughts on that. How did that go?
1: It went very well. I understand there were probably twenty to thirty residents and educators that showed up to, to the meeting and we had city officials that were there it was held last night. I spoke to assistant city manager Kenny Schwab who attended the meeting and and really it was just more of an informational session. There are a lot of residents that, that live in that area and many of them came out to find out about the construction because you know, with progress it does require a certain level of inconvenience. And so, as you mentioned, uh, the work is going to start Cherokee Pride. It's about a $2.3 million investment that we're going to be making. And so we updated them on the plans for, for construction, when it's going to start, uh, the initial um, detours that are going to have to to, um, uh, to be made as a part of the construction and also to let them know the changes the school district will have to implement in, in, in order to ensure that the the parents dropping their kids off at, at Rosewood there will be able to get in and out. But overall, I thought it was a very successful meeting, and that's just the type of transparency we like to provide here is making sure folks know what's going on.
0: Sounds like I might be on uh, just a one-track mind here with roads, but I wanted to ask you about something <laughs> I saw on Facebook uh, from the city of Broken Arrow, and that is the uh, application for a uh, federal Safe Streets grant, about $4 bucks if the city receives it. What uh, would the city do with that $4 million?
1: Well, there's a federal infrastructure law that was passed that's going to create about $5 million for municipalities to uh, apply for, and the city's going to participate with the Incog uh, organization to partner with Tulsa, WASSO, Jinx, and Tulsa County to complete a regional grant application for the Safe Streets and Roads for All discretionary grant program. And we thought we'd have a better chance if we if we collectively went together, and we could receive uh, four million dollars it's a 20 percent match so the city would have to come up with about a million dollars if we were if we did receive the four million dollars and for us it's really about safety and reducing uh, some of the the challenges that we may have and providing some funding for some of those areas uh street striping i mean we try to do striping every single year but trying to keep up with that can be challenged flashing yellow arrows traffic signals uh there's basically hawk beacons reflective yellow uh, basically paint um, also, the backings for, for traffic signals. These are all those small little details that just help improve public and pedestrian safety. And so we're very excited about uh, Rich Brier and the NCOG folks leading the way on this grant and the fact that we're going to partner with our other cities within the region to, to apply for the funding.
0: All right, Michael Spurgeon, this is the BA Breakdown every Tuesday on the KRMG Evening News. Thank you for joining us, and I guess we'll see you this weekend at Fest.
1: Thanks, my friend. Looking forward to it. It's from Wednesday through, through Friday, and we encourage everyone in the area to come on out because it's going to be another great event in our city.